Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Theater 5 presents Greater Love Hath No Man. Good morning, Dr. Johnson. You're on page. I know, nurse. I'm on my way to Dr. Harding's now. <laughs> you know, you're the only one who can answer that summons without taking a deep breath. <laughs> Don't you believe it. When chief of staff puts me on page, he wants the physician, not the fiancé. Well, and I also have some other messages for you, too. I'll get them on the way out, Atkins. Come in. Good morning, Dr. Johnson. Morning, Dr. Harding. Bruce. Kathy, darling. Every doctor's day should begin like this. I wish mine had begun as well. What is it, darling? No wedding shopping this afternoon. We're both on the artificial kidney. I'm just getting the team together now. Who's the patient? Stephen Campion. Your old teacher. Yeah, they just called me from the college hospital. There's no machine there. They'll fly him in. He should be here before noon. Renal failure? Probably terminal. Teacher, scientist, Nobel Prize winner, pioneer in all kinds of perfusion pumps, including the kidney machine he's coming here to use. And the nearest thing to a father I've ever known. No hope at all, Bruce? Uh, he's in his 70s. But there's always hope. Steve's given his life to medicine. The least we can do is try to save it for him. Never mind the others, Atkins. What's this note about Jennifer Blake being scheduled for surgery? Uh, Dr. Labar's orders, Dr. Johnson. She had a reverse. When? 
during the night. Well, why wasn't I notified? Well, the chief resident knows you're going to be married next week, and since Dr. Labar is also on the case... The resident stuck his neck out, and I'll be glad to lop it off for him later. My patients get my service. I have time to examine Jennifer before I go to the kidney room. Uh, will you get her ready, please, while I change? Yes, Doctor. Oh, and notify Central where I'll be in case Dr. Harding needs me. <laughs> Put Campion over there, orderly. Yes, sir. So you brought me straight to the monster, huh, Bruce? Oh, with a stop along the way, Dr. Campion. I examined you in the treatment room and ran some tests. Wow, did you now? <laughs> well, I don't remember that. I must be worse off than I thought. Am I? Oh, it's just routine. I had to establish the balance of chemicals for the bath, and then... As I remember, we started off years ago with a tussle in first-year biology. I thought you found out then I was a hard man to fool. <laughs> I did. Uh, years have brought a few changes. But you still can't get away with it. We owe each other the truth. Don't we, Bruce? Yes, Steve. But you know it as well as I do. Uh, it's been a long road. There has to be an end sometime. Not yet. I would have liked to have come to that wedding of yours. Ah, you'll be there, sir. I wonder. The artificial kidney saves lives every day. That's what I helped build it for. But we haven't quite caught up to God yet, have we, Bruce? Ten hours on it and the rest of your own kidneys the strength to fight the uremic infection. Mm, you suppose that's a hope devoutly to be wished? What do you mean, Steve? I mean, I'm old, Bruce, and very, very tired. And I continue the fight. There's no one to battle for. No, it's not true. No wife, no child. It'd be me, Steve. And a whole generation of people whose lifespan has been increased by your discoveries. And the team I have here to lengthen yours. Who are they? Well, Dr. Combs and Schofield, urologist. And Mason, the heart man. You want to meet him? No, no, I'm too tired. Four. I should be a fifth man. Not a man. Dr. Johnson. Huh? You're Kathy, huh? Now, there's someone I do want to meet. And I don't know where the devil she is. You all have other patients. Five doctors tied up for eight or nine or ten hours. This poor old carcass worth all that trouble. Worth it? And this gene and others you've worked on... Your techniques in intermittent irrigation. The physiological discoveries you pioneered. Well, who in the world is worth more? Oh, you sound like who's who or a biographical dictionary. Dry words in a dusty book. My epitaph. No one could ask for a better one. I could. A wife to hold my hand. Or a child's tears and their memories. It's been a long, lonely, isolated life. Uh, well, for what little I've contributed to medicine, I'm proud, but once, just once, if only it hadn't been impersonally at such a distance, if only I could have saved one directly under my hand, like you surgeons do. 
What I achieve in my lifetime will be a drop in the bucket next to Stephen Campion. We need you for the next breakthrough, Steve. <laughs> You're a better con man than I give you credit for. All right. Bring on your canola. Let's make a fight of it. Ah, now that's the attitude. Now I'll go scrub up and make the cut down. Oh, uh, excuse me. Kidney room. Now, look, this phone is supposed to be zeroed out, but... Oh, it's you, Kathy. Now, where are you? Who? Oh, yeah, Jennifer Blake, the little girl in 513. Huh? Counterman Dr. Labar? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, well, look, uh, hold on, and I'd better come up and see for myself. Uh, Steve, a small crisis. Give me five minutes, huh? Uh, I've lived for 73 years, Bruce. I think I can manage to hang on for five more minutes. <laughs> anymore. Why, Jenny? Well, last night, Dr. Lubar said I had one naughty kidney that was poisoning the other, so we have to cut the naughty one out. You won't let him, will you? Uh, we'll try not to, Jenny. Now, uh, do you mind if I ask him some questions? No. If I can listen. <laughs> All right, but I bet you won't understand. Uh, well, what's the blood urethra nitrogen for the last five days? Uh, Wednesday, 94. Thursday? 115. Friday, 138. Uh, Saturday? Same, but today, 225. Uh-huh. Phosphorus? 7.5. Renal acidosis. Low calcium, huh? 6.8. Creatinine? 5.4. You don't sound like doctors. More like quarterbacks learning plays. Sometimes I help my brother. He's one. A doctor? Oh, a quarterback. He's only 15. But uh, I don't care. Oh, I'm, I'm so tired. Now, you just rest, Jennifer, and I'll make a deal with you. What deal? You be in on the play, whatever it is, before it's called. Okay? Okay. Hey, nurse, uh, get her back on IV. Yes, doctor. Uh, come over here, Kathy. What do you think, Bruce? Well, I think the bar was right. No question, one kidney is seriously infected, even from palpation. And his obvious bilateral involvement not only indicated manually, but from the output. You agree to the operation? No. He's in no condition to undergo an operation. Then the answer is hemodialysis. That's why I called you. There's Stephen Campion. That might be too late. Jenny is young. Now, she could recover spontaneously. Her youth is what concerns me. This little girl has a whole life before. But Dr. Campion... Darling, I'm sorry. Doctor, I think the child has gone into coma. Uh, Kathy, check Dr. Campion downstairs. I'll be there as soon as I can. Just a little oxygen, Dr. Campion. Yeah. I don't need it. At my age, it's everything and nothing to be afraid of. Uh, who are you? I'm Dr. Johnson. No, you're not. You're Kathy. The late Dr. Johnson. I'm sorry I held things up. <laughs> That's all right. 
As you can see, I am not yet the late Stephen Campion. We did have an emergency. Yeah, I know. So you're the girl Bruce Harding is going to marry. Guilty. As charged. Oh, no. Life is for the young. And I wish you all its wonder. Uh, tell me about your patient. What's the name? Jennifer Blake. Jenny. Attractive? Adorable. Big, dark, haunting eyes. A complete femme fatale. Um, she's 11 years old. What's the matter with her? Well, it should have been a simple appendix, but it perforated. Bird mass? Yes. Uh-huh. Now we're going to see a pattern. Probable sulfur reaction, hmm? Yes. Creatinine out of hand, possible renal failure. Too late for surgery. That's not my decision. One kidney machine to serve two emergencies. <laughs> Which does one save first? The 11-year-old girl with dark, haunting eyes who probably has the strength in her own vitals to recover? Or the weak old man with a possible contribution left to make society, but who may not make it anyway? Oh, Dr. Campion, I... Tell me about this Jenny. Is she intelligent? I think so. What can she do for society at large? It's a little early to tell. Is it? Does she have good pelvic construction? What? Can she bear healthy children? Oh, I'm sure she will someday. Uh-huh. Uh, that's Jenny Blake. You know what I'm working on? Uh, or was before I was hospitalized? No, I don't. It's in a complex field, the collagens. But a breakthrough could mean all the difference to thousands of lives. I'd like to be part of that. I can't blame you. There's also the thought that for faithful service, a man is entitled to ask for a reward. Isn't he? Yes. And I wanted to be at your wedding. Because Bruce Harding is the closest thing to a son I ever... Oh, well, there you are at last, Dr. Harding. Are we ready to start? Steve, I, uh... Yes? Well, you know that the artificial kidney can be the difference between life and death. And you know that as head of the team, I must decide when and how to employ it. I... You want to tell me a child needs it more than I? All right, stop wasting time. Get her in here. Get started. Well, I'm not asking you to make the decision. Of I... course you're not. I'm telling you. If it came to the point, you'd make the same decision. You'd have the guts. But I thought... Kathy, my dear, I only took you over the jumps to let you know how tough it was for your husband to be. And how good a man you're marrying. Now, come on, let's get that little girl down here. And you listen to me, both of you. You pull her through. I'll never speak to either one of you again. That's a nice, strong heartbeat you have there, Jenny. Can you really hear it through that thing? Mm-hmm. Here. You want to listen to it yourself? Can I? Why not? Now, just put these in your ears, and I'll hold the mic for you. Uh, you know, it's funny. It goes, come on, 
Kabam, kabam, kabam. <laughs> well, if it didn't, we'd all be in trouble. Uh, is the bath ready? Yes, Dr. Harden. Had enough time for diffusion, Dr. Combs? We're all set. All right, I'll take my stethoscope now, Jenny. Uh, stay with her, Kathy. Oh, I, I'm kind of scared, Dr. Johnson. Well, there's no need to be, Jenny. I'm just going to make a little incision in your arm right here and put the magic tube in. Will it hurt? No, dear. Dr. Johnson is putting something on it, so we won't even feel it. I can't even feel my heart now. You won't let it stop? I won't let it stop, Jenny. How long have they been down with the little girl, nurse? Oh, only a couple of hours, Dr. Campion. Uh, a long time to go. <laughs> Man never grows too old for new experience. For the first time in my life, I know what a father goes through. <laughs> a new life for Jenny, as if she were born again. And I had part of that. Almost as if she were my little girl. That's right. Now, close your eyes and rest. Uh, not to rest. To pray. Steve. Morning. Oh, oh, howdy. When are you going to hook me up to that kidney of ours? You were on it for ten hours last night. Huh? <laughs> I don't remember. Well, I'm afraid it didn't do much good. Your troops are in full retreat, General. No, don't you believe it. We have a shunt in your arm, and we'll hook you up again anytime you need it. All right, never mind me. How's the little girl? Ah, she came through with flying colors. We'll save both her kidneys. Uh, well, that's a nice thing. And a sad thing. Why? I'm a lifesaver in actuarial figures. A statistician's delight. But I never even knew one person my research ever saved. Well, there's one you can meet if you want. Jenny. You saved her life. My promise of immortality. Yes. Yes, with all my heart, I want to meet Jenny. So you're Jenny. Yes, Dr. Campion. My friends call me Steve. Then I guess I will, too. Will somebody please roll up this contraption so I can see friend Jenny? Yes, Doctor. Ah, that's better. How you feel, Jenny? Real good, thank you. How do you? Tolerable. Mm, if you want to feel real good, you should have Dr. Johnson and Dr. Harding here fix you up. That's just what I aim to do. They're a team. And a good one. The only thing is... It takes an awful long time, and a person gets pretty tired. Maybe you ought to go. I'm, I'm real sleepy. Come to think of it, so am I. Bye, Jenny. Bye. Sleep tight, Steve. That's just what I'll do, Jenny. You can take her upstairs again, nurse. Yes, doctor. 
Bruce? Dr. Campion. I know, Kathy. Steve? Sleep tight, Steve. No woman ever said that to me. But that little girl... Oh, one I never had. We've got to get you back on the kidney machine. Wouldn't help. And it doesn't matter. I'm happy. You may be going to get married, but... I beat you to it, son. Beat me to what, Steve? Handing out the cigars. I finally became... Theater Five has presented Greater Love Hath No Man. Written by Ian Martin, produced and directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, for Dryden, Stan Watt, June Graham, Evelyn Juster, and Arlene Walker. Audio engineers, Marty Folia and Neil Pulse. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastatsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York, New York. That's Theater 5, New York, 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.